0: Welcome to the Old Dog Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Joe, and this week we have a very special episode. Um, actually I actually have a couple of guests on, uh, Professor Wes and Professor Jimmy, uh, very old friends of mine and uh, training partners, uh, who we have on the show this week. And um, uh, there's no secret that they aren't in the adult division. <laughs> uh, we're roughly all about the same age. I think I'm. I think I'm older than both of them. A master's four and. Uh, professor West and professor Jimmy are both masters three. So we're in that, uh, 40, uh, 40 something age group. And it was important for me to have them on because I know that our base of people, um, that listen to the podcast are kind of our older grapplers, um, jujitsu enthusiasts, practitioners, um, Mm -hmm. martial artists who, um, they're not, they're not in their twenties anymore. (laughs) At least the majority of folks listening. And, um, I think it's important that we bring to you tools and techniques and mindsets from some of the older guys and see, uh, how they do exactly what they do. And that's what was exciting about having them on this week uh, to give you a little bit of their insight on how they prepare for competition and just their overall jujitsu outlook. So I, I really, it was a fun sit down. Um, I always have such a great time when I sit down with these guys and, and either train or just talk. And uh, they're just really good people. So we hope you enjoy this week. Uh, and of course, this week, we are brought to you as always by Revital Health Clinics. Uh, we've had Brandon on the show a couple times, Brandon Sweat, the owner and operator of Revital Health Clinics, and we have had a tremendous amount of fantastic feedback Um, and I already have people asking if he can come on a third time. (laughs) Um, I'm sure he will, uh, if we just have to have the right platform and questions for him, but, uh, he runs Revital Health Clinics and what Revital Health Clinics or Revital Health and Wellness Clinics are, is they are the premier men's and women's health clinic. And they really focus on creating health and preventing disease through the optimization of bioidentical hormones. I'm also helping with improved diet and exercise. Um, You know, I've had plenty of emails and texts in regards to how do I optimize my performance, and I always point people in the direction of bread and sweat. So please check them out. You can find them at RevitalHealthClinics.com. Our second sponsor this week is Fight Voodoo, and Fight Voodoo is a, a company. It's founded by a gentleman named J.T. Conway, which I say all the time. We got to get him, got to have him on the show here pretty soon. Um, this guy loves combat sports, and he loves designing clothing for fighters. Uh, They're based locally, uh, just outside of Nashville, and um, they're really making some headway. Uh, Their goal really is to make Fight Voodoo a premier name in the fight-based clothing industry. And if you see what he's putting out there, if you see what he has on his website, I think you'll absolutely love it. So check them out at fightvoodoo.com. You can also check them out on their Facebook uh, site. And uh, I'm telling you, we'll, we'll get JT on the show here relatively soon. And I think you'll really enjoy him. He has an amazing energy about him and uh, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll make it happen for sure. But until then, I hope you enjoy this week's episode with uh, professor Wes and professor Jimmy, all about competition preparation. All right, guys, this is take three. <laughs> take three of the Old Dog Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Joe. Um, I am sitting down with two very good friends of mine. Um, we go way back as far as our Jiu-Jitsu journey, at least my Jiu-Jitsu journey when I moved here to Tennessee, mm-hmm. um, and that is uh, Professor Jimmy and Professor Wes. Um, guys, before we get into it, um, which we've already done once, yeah. <laughs> we had some technical up. difficulties. Right. Um, <clears throat> Why don't we start off with a little introduction on who you are, Professor sure. Wes, you want to...
1: So, I'm Professor Wesley Letts, I am out of GB Gracie Baja Franklin, um, I've been with Gracie Baja for nine years, approximately, and um, I'm the OG, the original,
2: <laughs> original
1: class, original First class white started, first, belt. first class, <laughs> yes, the, the, when the school first started, I was there, there are some that have come and gone that were originally there, but they have all moved on now and have been there since.
0: What so. was in Nashville at that time? I mean, there wasn't a lot of jiu-jitsu, right?
1: No. Um, in fact, uh, I don't remember even being in jiu-jitsu. I actually didn't even get to jiu-jitsu um, at all. I was originally like karate and taekwondo and aikido and law enforcement training and stuff like that. So there was nothing here. And of course, I never got a hold of jiu-jitsu until...
3: I think the what, originals um, around here was like what, uh,
1: uh what's his name Clay, Clay, uh, Ed Clay,
3: Ed, Ed Clay. Clay was like Clay, the yeah, original, but then Ashville and May yeah. was uh, like but the you, first.
1: But you would associate that with more like striking and fighting. You would never right, never right, think right, about right, 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 right. Yeah, I, never I mean,
3: I wouldn't man. have, I wouldn't have known. Well, neither, with all that, what made you
0: step through the door at that time? So, which you've told me before, I'm acting like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: like, so I. um. I was a store manager for a video game company uh, a while ago and uh, we did a cross promotion for the school when it first opened up and they were still finishing up opening up the school itself in cool Springs and so they wanted to do a cross promotion with the game store for a midnight launch for a Call of Duty game okay so uh, we did a little cross promotion they told me to hey why don't you come out we'll give you a week for free just to try it out and see what you think and I I did one day and I was hooked. So here I am. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: Nine years later. <laughs>
1: Nine years later. I have not stopped. And those, That's uh, awesome. peop- yeah, those people that started the, the school itself actually, um, they moved on too. they actually went to uh, Florida. So, but oh, they're in see- Florida. He's yeah. not, okay. Okay. Yeah, he's, be, I thought he's, it was Texas. In- okay. Yeah, he's moved on to Florida now. Oh, is he in so, Florida? Yeah. I thought he was in Texas, was Coach, too. Coach Jeremy at that yeah, time. Jeremy, yeah, Jeremy, that was yeah. the guy's mm-hmm. name. I couldn't think of yep.
3: it. Yeah, Because he <laughs> owned all three. He was partners in all three of the yes, schools. Yes, with, yeah. with Marcello. And- so back when yeah. we yeah. all started, or at least when I know when well, I started. Is, this is Professor Jimmy, Lowry Professor Jimmy Lowry here, sorry. <laughs> Crazy <laughs> Baja Franklin. Um, yeah, no, back when we all first, or back when I first started, it's been, well, this month was eight years. Um, mm-hmm. The... Uh, there were three Gracie Bajas in town. Uh, Mm -hmm. there was the green Hills location. There was a Brentwood location and there was the Franklin location. We were all under the same professor. Right. Um, and you know, series of events went and you know, green Hills split off doing their thing. Brentwood separated the schools between the two, but he, uh, kept the Gracie Baja name for quite some time. So I trained there for a little while longer. Um, and I think I was, um, pretty far up in my blue belt and I, I, Stepped away from there and went to Gracie Baja Franklin. He was continuing on with, I think it's RMA Jiu Jitsu now. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just kind of separated ways and ended yeah. up at Gracie Baja Franklin. Awesome. So. Yeah.
0: And so we have we have a professor West Professor Jimmy on this week uh, because this whole week uh, this this episode is really about competition preparation, right. what it is to compete and why you compete and them. It, more specifically, why old guys do it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all master's divisions here. I'm a master's four now. Are you still master's three? Masters three. Yeah,
1: yeah, we're we're three? master's three. yeah, we're both master's three. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. You no, because,
0: to... no. well, I did. I was. I was for that. Remember? Oh, it was for that. So, yeah, I got my brown belt in aug- I, August. No, October. I can't remember. But when I got it, I only had a three. Mo- a couple months left it in was master's September, three. Think, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I, because, I called you. I'm like, oh, shit, dude. Right I think we're going to be in the same division. You're gonna kick my ass. <laughs> so, um, so what are we gonna do, man? What do you want me to do? Do you want me to go up? Do you want to, you know, where are you fighting? And, and of course, you being the gamer you are, and we discussed this on the previous recording that got yeah, trashed. Really you know, uh, C- uh, Professor Jimmy's like, oh, I'm gonna go down to the adult division. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah. yeah, I knew you were moving. I didn't know it was a doll. You're just, man, right. you're just, you're always up to, to fight. Yeah, so that's that's pretty awesome. Um, so. Our first question that we started off with was really, uh, why do you compete? Why do we compete? Why do we compete? So specifically, you know, we'll start with you, Professor Jennings. Like I said,
3: for me, I've always enjoyed fighting. Um, as I was saying before, it was, it for me, it was, uh, I grew up boxing. Uh, my old man was kind of the quite the boxer, ballroom brawler, you know, kind of an old roughneck. Um, so in our family, it was kind of a thing like you, you had to know how to fight or you were kind of like, considered a sissy in the family. So, right, right, right. um, and so, yeah, we, I kind of grew up doing that. I mean, just always enjoyed the, the game of a fight. I mean, whether it be yeah. on the street, or wherever it was, it wasn't that I ran around looking for the fight, but you weren't backing down. I right? was not going to, I kind of had that chip on my shoulder as yeah. a kid. And mm-hmm. I don't know, I kind of was, you know, this guy who had gotten a little older and gotten overweight and saw the Jiu Jitsu gym and was like, well, let me try this. And, you know, I just got hooked immediately. Um, first competition out the gate i took uh two silvers in the gi one was adult one was master's division um and then took uh in the adult division took a gold and gi. so i mean and that was of course white belts you know whatever but for me it was just kind of an instant like oh my god i can fight people and not get in trouble and not break my hands and (laughs) it's like this is awesome you know (laughs) so yeah that was that was kind of my thing it was it's the game it's the love of the game is it just pushes me really hard to to fight and how about you, Professor West?
1: Oh man, um, so drill and rush for sure. It's it's testing the testing the knowledge of where I was at and where I can I could possibly work on. I think it's more of a for a lot of us it's more of learning than anything else. Right. Uh, even we always have this saying like it's you know it's not a win or lose it's a win or learn type right, situation. Right. So I mean even if, if we don't exactly come out on top we can at least learn from that. Yeah. So testing the abilities acknowledging where I'm at and where I need to be. And then just the adrenaline rush, the preparation, they're like, Oh man, I'm, I'm about to go against somebody. I don't even know. <laughs> it could be David yeah. Goliath here. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Especially in our absolute division. You never know who you're going to run into. And I've seen some absolute divisions that were like, is that legal? <laughs> like <laughs> 400 pounds versus this guy over so, here. So, so
0: <laughs> when we, um, was it two years ago, uh-huh. three years ago now? Um, I placed in the Nogi Worlds, and so I got to get, nice. you know the absolutes were a possibility. Yes. And I'm sitting there. This was our first Turner that my oldest son and I went to, and um, it was just an amazing experience. I talk about it quite a bit. I won't. I won't. I won't rehash it up now. But anyways, we're there, uh-huh. and um, coming off the podium, and, and my son's there. It's just he's like, so what now? Like, what's going on? I go, I don't know, bro. You know, what do you think? And we looked over in my division. They had these two twins and they had to be over 300 pounds. Oh my God. Easy man. over 300 pounds. Dang and I just looked at him and I go, you know what, man? I'm going to let them have we're, that. We're, <laughs> we're injury free right now. <laughs> Your mom would be happy. I said, what do you say we split? He's like, yeah, let's get out of here. See,
3: I have not yet until the Austin open. Mm-hmm. Came to those kind of conclusions, and the only reason why Austin Open I did, I did fairly well. I did, uh, I took gold in my division, um, got bumped out in the absolute and the gi. Um, that was, those were both geese, and then in no gi, took uh, gold in my division, and at somewhere along the line, I tweaked my back or something. I don't, I don't oh, know man. what happened, but and uh, and I just I was sitting there, and um, I had uh, Professor uh. They call him the little giant, gigachino, G- I think okay. is how you say it. Uh, Helen's probably going to kill me because I, I butcher the, the Brazilian language. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. You know, eu não falo, <laughs> <não> eu <fala> português. <laughs> so, uh, um, but no, it, uh, I did. He just asked me. He's like, "Come on, bro, you going to do that? And I was like, "I was like, honestly, Professor, I said, let me think about this." So I went over and thought about it, and that was the first time I've ever really just backed off because I looked at the division and it was Carlos Frias and uh, it was. Uh, What's the guy who's training down there with Cyborg now? Uh, Chad...
0: Oh, I don't know. I know uh, Carlos,
3: Chad, 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 Chad's a, Carlos for sure. Uh, yeah. He's in in the Masters three. I think he's in the top ten right now. Okay, but he's a uh, super heavy. Yeah, and he's just this big beast of a dude. Nicest guy in the world, mm. but uh, big beast of a dude. Um, so yeah, so it was like those big guys, and I just thought, you know what? That's, I need to work tomorrow, or when I get back to town, <laughs> yeah. I want to be able to walk tomorrow. So
1: <laughs> I remember that because you came back, and I was like, man, let's let's we're always like, ah, we're gonna have to take it a little easy here I was like I I took a
3: couple days off for that one I was that was the first time but until then I just did not have that switch to go hey those guys look kind of big over there I'm not going to (laughs) try that and just I don't
0: know yeah yeah sometimes (laughs) the switch is there some sometimes Mm -hmm. it's not yeah Um, I, I think that one of the beautiful things about how the IBJJF is organized is that they really try to put together uh, a medium for people to compete mm-hmm. guys like ourselves and mm-hmm. working guys. You've got to wake up Monday morning. we got to put food on the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people are depending on us, whether it be our family or even employees or people that we've committed to doing work for whatever it is, there's a lot of people that depend on us. Yeah. Um, and IBJJF I think puts together a really good rule set and a really good organization where things mm-hmm. don't get flopped around on you. And then you end up getting in a situation where you potentially could get hurt. Yeah. Yeah, Age true. divisions, weight divisions, they stick to it. It's very official. Um, yeah. I'm a big fan. Yeah. I'm yeah. a big fan. So again, one of the things I got left out that we have to revisit was, you know, I, I said before the thing that I like about competing the most the absolute most, the thing that keeps me going with it is the preparation. It's mm-hmm. the leading up. It's the dieting. It's the, you know, watching film. If you know who the guys are in your division, kind of hunting them out on the internet and watching their film. Um, and, and it's I, nice to know that I they're, my, do, they're also doing it to me. I have
3: my, I have my, my thing about that too, but that's, yeah. we'll talk about that. Well, Some people do it.
0: Some people don't. Yeah. I know the guy I competed against it this last tournament did. Cause he addressed me as, Hey, Dr. Joe, yeah. so nice to meet you. Yeah. I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> Um but you know it, it, whether it's the dieting and the prepping and the mm-hmm. you know the traveling and the hotel and if it is or isn't losing weight yeah. all of that rolled together is just yeah. an experience that 99% of the population doesn't get to have Yes, and it's a travesty that they don't get to experience yeah. that um I know that professor West you said it was something about adrenaline for you yes
1: so the huge thing about me I you know cuz I'm not out looking for fights either, like Professor Jimmy here. But, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I swear but, I'm nice. <laughs> I know you are. Um, but I, I think it's the, the, the test of the skill, the adrenaline rush it's itself going up to it. Yeah. And just getting to that point, like you've done everything, like you said, like prepping and preparing yourself all week long or you know, a month. Actually, I'm, I'm prepping right now for Atlanta. Right, right, which right. is uh, coming up here pretty soon. So I was going to get to
0: that about you guys as yeah. next. So yeah. Okay.
1: Um, so you know, preparing myself, eating right, uh, getting my sleep, making sure that I get my training in when I can. Because yeah, I do have to work at the end of the day. Yeah. Take care of family, but you know, at some point in time, uh, some open mats, some cross training, things of that. Sure. Sort, so. Sure. But yeah, adrenaline rush for me is where it all boils down to.
3: I see. Uh, for me, like I was saying before, it's just the game. It's it's the test to see where I'm at with my jujitsu, where I'm at as myself, as a person. Um, and you know, it's it sounds a little methodical in a sense, I guess, but or almost I like, kind of sound like I'm preaching a religion sometimes. But jujitsu has really changed me in a lot of ways. Um, mm. it's it's helped me to become more focused on some things. Sure. Um, it's produced me to be a little more laid back on a lot of other things you know things where i mean now street fight wise like you're you've got to do a lot to get me to want to fight right. somebody on the mm-hmm. street you know and i kind of laugh, you know oh you're a punk you're this you're like, oh yeah you're probably right buddy <laughs> <I'm> just, yeah <laughs> you know oh yeah you ain't gonna do nothing exactly just for yeah. now <laughs> you know and it's just like eh, you know as long as you stay good arms distance from me we're good mm-hmm. you know and yeah. so yeah. I, I don't know i think that's what's so great like i was saying on the last time we were recording, is that. um It keeps us from going crazy. I mean, it just like, you know, you have all these pressures from everyday life, you know. Like, you know, I, I run a business doing construction. You know, I'm dealing with my customers on a daily basis. Now we're dealing with the chaos around town of just it's just gotten so busy in Nashville in the last few sure. years. Um, mm-hmm. And then on top of, it's just been a crazy year altogether. Yeah. So when competitions opened back up, I was one of the first ones on there <laughs> signing up for competition, you know? So yeah, it was, uh, it, it does. It helps. I, helps I, th- I think you and a
0: lot of, a lot of people, you know, it's, it's amazing that um, I had already, I had already promised Amy after pans that that was it. That was mm-hmm. the only one for the year I'm done. Yeah. So she was very open as open as she could be to me, not being at home at night. I wasn't home. Yeah, I was home a handful of nights, Yeah. Mm-hmm. and um, when the the pans nogi happened, and I said, um, "I know, <laughs> like I <a> know, <laughs> uh, yeah," and, and I just right, said, I "You know, I, I, well, because I didn't perform that well at pans, and I know I could place. I yeah. know I could place a yeah. no, uh, nogi, mm-hmm. and um, and uh, she almost broke." And we, I remember we were in the bathroom and I I heard her talking. She's like, well, you know what? I know how important this is to you. And I could hear her breaking (laughs) and I looked, they had already closed. Wow. It was already done. And there was nobody in my division and I'm not going there just to collect a medal. So Mm -hmm. um, I could do the open, but again, I'd rather do my division. But, but anyways, in, in any, in any case, Um, I think you're right there's this hunger for the guys to compete hell there's a hunger for me to watch these guys you know the adult division I'm going through no gee pans looking at the adult division there's going to be some amazing fights yeah Yeah. amazing fights so that's That's easy you know the the question of you know why do you compete what do you love the most but the hardest part this is the one I'm I'm more interested in what do you hate the most
3: about jujitsu? no
0: competing just
3: specifically competing competing go ahead because I might think on that one. <laughs> yeah. I I, think. you know that
1: that's a hard one because you know every way you turn and you look at it it's it's a way of kind of reflecting on your again on your skill set for me I, who doesn't like to win right I mean you like to compete you learn from your mistakes by the end of the day like man be the number one get that gold and you yeah. don't get it. It's like, man, I was, I feel like I was there. I was yeah. close. Yeah. I could have.
0: And you watch the film over yeah. and over and over and then, again.
1: Yeah. And that's, that's a thing. Like, man, where did I make a mistake at? God, I know I could have done that. could have done that. But you, when you're in that moment, that's, that's the thing. And this is what we, Professor Jimmy and I will kind of let the students know at our, our school too. Um, you know, it's, it's what you need to learn from it too. Right. But. The one thing I think most people hate is, man, I, I didn't come out number one.
0: I didn't perform the way I should have. Yes. Or I felt I could <laughs> yeah. have. Yeah.
1: I could have done better. Yeah. Sure. So I feel like it's a it's a battle with your mind. Yeah. And that nags you yeah. afterwards. It does. Because you're like, oh, man, why did not I not do that when I was in there? But why because I, you have that tunnel vision, yeah. the adrenaline's going, and you're like,
0: "Why to I hang on to that yeah, long? Why, why didn't I do that? Why, yeah, I, yeah.
1: why am I holding this guy's ghee for so long when I had an <laughs> opportunity for a sweep? Like, and it's it. And Professor Jimmy and I will, you know, coach during tournaments too. And, and sometimes when we're watching our students compete, we see things that obviously they don't see, and then you reflect back on that, and you go well, man, if they were watching us compete, what w- what would they say, you know? Right. So at the end of the day, it's like, oh, man. But I guess, I guess the, the best way to put it is I'd like to come out number one, and I hate not winning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I dig it. Yeah. I, I, I dig that. I dig yeah. that.
0: Do um, you come up with anything, Professor Yeah, Gerham? I
3: mean, uh, it's for me, I, I can't say there's anything I hate about. Uh, the only thing I could say I could hate about a competition is decisions. Ah, uh, you know, uh, ref decisions. Ref decisions, man. That's like when I when I allow myself to get to a ref's decision Time's because out. I didn't do quite something enough. Whether right. it go for something in particular mm-hmm. to get that advantage, because it's in, but it's ultimately in the ref's hands. Yeah. And I mean, there's been matches that I know that I've won.
2: Yeah.
3: And they went to the other guy. Now, know. on the other side, I've walked out of match I've got to a ref's decision and thought, yeah, man, did I do enough? And then my hand gets raised. Yeah. So, right. you know, I was fortunate actually to get two of those back-to-back in Brazil. I was like, you know, got two Whoa. ref decisions. And, yeah, they were that Whoa. close. I remember you telling me that. Yeah. And it was like, and those were my first ones ever wow yeah until then I'd never gotten a ref's decision of all the time of competing Mm. from from white belt right up to you know the black belt and there I was a black belt in Brazil I was like my I think it was my third competition was down there so yeah uh the ref decisions are I hate ref decisions yeah Yeah. and and I can take a loss when I because when I know what I did and I made the mistakes but if I know that I was doing enough to win but there was just Either too much stalling and nothing was. Guy never opened them. his guard. Guy never just, <laughs> well, just stand there, oh, or just oh or the, the the worst one is the double unders on the hips, and then they just want to hold their head as tight as they can into uh, your. your what belly. Most people
0: would call the double a double unders, and I said mm-hmm. I call it head and crotch. Yes, exactly <laughs> the head and, and, and crotch and stall like, technique. And
3: you you know you're scrambling trying to get yourself out of there, or go for some sort of choke, and their head's just so yeah. tight into your crotch you can't even get your hand in there. Double choke. I mean at,
0: at, at a certain level double unders is just it can't be a, it's a, it's, a stalemate as bad as a fifty fifty but. Really, yeah um yeah I, I you know my only my only thing i don't like is the work-life balance of trying to do everything i can do mm. with having life get into the way yeah and those are the times where i get into these arguments like do you even want a family do you want to be here <laughs> you always talk about being on your own and living on the beach and this and that and, and uh let me
3: know how that works out oh um, will we close down over here yeah we'll see here oh, we're, good. Oh, we're,
0: we're still good. talking okay so we're still talking all, <laughs> all right, right. Um, we're yeah. watching this equipment like aha okay right, yeah. yeah thank you mm-hmm. um so um okay so you know why do we compete what do you love about competing um what do you dislike about competing and there's very very few things about that I can see what, tell me we'll start with you professor Jemmy what's your competition prep like? Do you do a ton of weightlifting? Do you do a lot of conditioning? Um, does it depend on the competition? Are you rolling every day? Are you rolling hard? Like, what does your general kind of fight camp look like when you when once you click the button on the IBJJF?
3: Yeah, I mean, well, uh, I just signed up for World Masters, um, so I will be actually dropping. I've been fighting super heavy and ultra heavy now for the last two three in, years. You coming in years. my division, oh. and uh, uh, do, so I'm actually a dropping a heavyweight. Um, and uh, yeah. and so uh, dropping the heavy weight, So I mean, it's not a big weight cut for me. It's uh, I I typically walk around at about uh, two oh eight without the gear on. So I'm gonna be dropping probably about five six pounds, which is not a big deal. I got a month and a half to do it. Um, so just kind of just getting in the routine of eating the way I need to eat, just to make sure that the weight gets down. Because like I said, it's not it's not a big drop. You know, six pounds over a month and a half. Yeah. You know, right, right, right. Um,
1: That's pretty easy for you. Yeah, and so. <laughs> It's just um, keeping
3: that muscle mass as you're dropping, yeah, the, and that's uh, the thing. So, I mean, as y'all know, when I started, um, I, I when I first started jiu jitsu, I was 235 pounds. Um, mm-hmm. I, but I was fat, I was just right. you know, and I, you no know, offense to anybody that's a little plump and whatever, it's just I was getting older, <laughs> yeah. was getting there, and so started jiu jitsu and actually dropped all the way down to 177 pounds. Um, I did that in about eight months, so six eight months. Um, I was training five, six days a week at the time, mm-hmm. you know, and I was on the Gracie diet and I was just, you know, I, yeah, I'm one of those when I jump into something, it's feet first and everything's all in. So, um, yeah. So for me, the prep, uh, a lot of times is mainly just, I start picking up more, uh, training sessions. I'll, I'll tend to go off and cross train some, you know, professor mm-hmm. West is not always there. Maybe professor Brian's, not there or unable to, you know, roll mm-hmm. at the time. Uh, he's been, he, bless his heart, he's hit, you know, I think, what, pinky toe injuries. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> like now, always right, some right, little right, thing. Right, right. And it's like, and it's he's had a bad run of that for like, you know, the last year, I think. And so, yeah. and now, you know, right now they're in the middle of their move and everything. So,
1: yeah,
3: um, we had, uh, you know, so so when when you're so you're
0: doing more you're not learning like a whole lot of new techniques you have your bread and butter and you're just getting those roll sessions I
3: basically go to just find rolls and it's Mm -hmm. I try to find as many high level guys as I can Mm -hmm. Um, I've done as much as travel to Indiana to roll with like Bobby Emmons and his crew up there at Nice Guy Jiu Jitsu I drive to Pelham, Alabama down there to Professor Khalifa and he's got Professor Pedro and a couple of the other uh, Enrique is one of the coaches down there guys are all phenomenal, high-level jiu-jitsu, um, you know, Professor Fabone and, and all those, and uh, Marcin, you know, down there at uh, Gracie Bahan, Georgia. So, we're very blessed to have a lot of yeah. talent within a couple hours drive of us. Um, yeah. And I'm, very willing to just jump in a truck and ride. Yeah,
0: And, you, and know, you, you we're not that far. You come over occasionally yep, to come. Or, I come to spring my, Hill yeah.
3: and train, you know, because, you know, and professor that's great because that helped me so much. Oh, well, it helps yeah. me. I mean, you know, I've got you, I've got professor Reggie there. And I mean, mm-hmm. even you guys, you had the, uh, the, the blue belts and stuff and the purple belts that get in there and they roll like animals. Yeah, so and, our,
0: our guys this weekend, every yeah. single one of our adults except for one and his division was the biggest division. They all took gold. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yeah awesome. so our, our young guys like if you if you're going with a blue belt there and you're like man maybe I'm having an off night no they're they're no. tough they're tough we <clears> got <throat> oh, yeah. we got a really tough crew and then of course Clay has his Clay amazing open mat Mayfield, that he has on yep. Sundays um and, and, he, and everybody comes to that and, and he's, that kid's a beast. he's 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 world class <laughs> oh so.
3: he's he's and he's such a nice kid but he's also a great competitor i love to watch yeah. the way kid compete um, and he's just a lot of fun to to roll with i mean he is i'm a guard player um, and it's funny cause he can play really well in the guard. The kids are very well around the jujitsu. Um, oh, yeah. um, if some of y'all that don't know Clay Mayfield, he's got triangle Academy. He's one of the Pedigo guys. Third, um, he's third a, place
0: in Pan Am's. Yeah,
3: He's a Brown belt. Um, and I mean, he smokes my guard a lot of times, you know, yeah, the kid's he's just, he's talented. so, yeah. um, yeah.
0: his kinetic energy that he can, he can generate um first time we were rolling with him he's like he's like it's okay man you can go you can go with me it's okay yeah. no disrespect i'm like bro i am going with <laughs> you <laughs> <laughs> yeah really it's it. oh but, man uh, he's he's
3: a lot of fun um, i mean yeah, he's, it's, he's a young kid man and he's yeah. just and he's got a huge passion he's got a huge future and yeah i think future. he's gonna go really well with yeah. you know with everything it's one of those names you're gonna hear and yeah. you know like i was speaking of earlier i think we we got cut off on the last one is uh that you know, rolling with like Ryan Aiken, I I dropped down to adult division in the gi. I mean, no gi in in Atlanta back as a brown belt. I mean, these kids are just animals, man. You know, it's like, I'm like, oh yeah, I'll drop down to adult and do good. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i mean thank god i hit the podium but you know i had a, i had my work cut out for so, me so you're
0: really concentrating more on anything else um just getting those roles in with as many people yes. as you can i, I, level I, have, guys, a, I have a guys. specific
3: game that i shoot towards I, I mean obviously most people know me it's uh i mean i pull guard you know you ask me my favorite takedown i'm gonna tell you take him a pull i'd say yeah you know, guard yeah. Pull. that's my favorite takedown um and i play from the guard i do a lot of half guard i do a lot of you know of course, my signature for a while was the baseball bat choke um, was also the triangles I mean and so Mm -hmm. I stay very busy in the guard Um, I have a very good control one of my new things I'm doing now is I'm working more on keeping people in tight and then trying to work my way to the back or working for arm bars which is in my past I've always kind of kept people at a little bit of distance and tried for crazy chokes and Mm -hmm. sweeps and things you know so it's funny, is like I'm kind of evolving in a different direction, but yet still playing off the but side. But that
0: happens when you when you start rolling with people that are that have all these different styles. Yes. And you're rolling with
3: them. And so I, I've learned. Um, so what I do is I get very hyper-focused on certain things that I like to do. Like I've kind of come up with this lapel thing that I do a sweep. I've, yeah, I've yep, you showed you me and, that. Yeah, And I've showed it to Wes, and, and it has a really good control for me, and it, mm-hmm. it works out really well. I get sweeps well. I take the back well with it. Um, so I've been really, really focusing on that stuff. It didn't work for me as well as I'd like to have in pans. But, <laughs> hey, you know, I, I got just back to the drawing board. So you're not lifting
0: a whole lot. You're not running a whole lot. I mean, so, it is harder for, I mean, I think as we come along, it is yeah. harder to get the road work in and things like that. So
3: I I, I started um going up to pans and, uh, well, I started actually before Austin. I started back. Cause my cardio was crap. I, I right mm-hmm. before Austin, I literally signed up and then I'd been out for three months cause of this COVID stuff. And so I just forced myself to start training again. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I would go and roll and I mean, I'd be dead after, you know, five minutes, sure, but sure. I just kept pushing. I knew, mm-hmm. you know, it was going to happen. And so I went to Austin, competed at Austin, did okay in Austin, but honestly the cardio just wasn't there. Yeah. Right. And right. so, um, I actually upped my cardio going into, uh, Pan Ams and, um, how how so bicycling and, and I have a huge hill on quite the, I don't know what the degree of the incline is, but it's, and it's about 150 yards, and so I just, I'm I'm doing sprints up it and then I do you know side shuffles coming downhill, and you know things like, and then I ride the bike for 30 minutes. Okay. So okay. yeah, so yeah. that's kind of what I've been doing up my cardio, on top of rolling more. So I mean, yeah, you know, as yeah, you yeah. know, anybody that trains, it's the rolling definitely. Yeah. Sure. Pumps your cardio. So. Yeah. yeah, absolutely.
0: Professor West, what what's kind of your your kind of prep thing? Because you you don't I mean you don't go around quite as much. Right. You do some open sessions, though. I mean, you perfect oh, yeah. this. I think you've gone down there, and yeah. Because I've, I've you, gone... you know everyone in the area.
1: Yeah, so uh, I've been actually working with Professor Mike too. At, oh, okay. JB uh, Murphy's yeah. Murfusbro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's great. Some open sessions over there because, you know, even though he's smaller, he's got really good technique, um, fantastic guard and half guard play. So, and I, I get caught in half guard quite a bit. So mm-hmm. I've been working that quite a bit. He does. Got it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do. And, and Professor Jimmy's lapel game, which is fantastic, so it prepa- prepares me.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. But yeah, it's uh, it, it's mainly rolling. I, I agree with Professor Jimmy. I think the more you roll, I, the cardio itself is very important because you don't know how many fights you're gonna have. obviously. Sure. Uh, but cardio and just you know eating right. I think the biggest thing for me is I'm a foodie. Yeah. So I want to make sure my, my weight's correct before I get there. Cause I can be like two or three pounds over and I don't want to freak out and get DQ'd because hey, uh, you're it's... two or three pounds over and you've mm-hmm. done all this work and all this time. And <laughs> you know, you paid all this money to get there and next thing you know, Hey, no fight. So uh, yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. I, I've been fortunate and lucky that I haven't had that issue, but yeah. you know, you always dread the day that that may happen. And Oh, I can't let it have I talk too much shit about yeah, making weight. I know. <laughs> I, uh, I I always talk about
0: it ever since I was a kid. I've yeah. never I've never not made waves. Right. It's I missed not once. Ha- right. Did you really? I
3: missed once it was Orlando. Uh, Orlando Open. I went all the way to Orlando that. and I was too fat to fight. I was uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well I had been I had been uh, medium heavy for i mean ever since the beginning and mm-hmm. here i was a brown button and y'all know i went through that spell where i bulked i mean i got up i yeah. got up to about 220 oh, 225 that? during
0: that period, of time. Yeah. During that period okay. of time
3: but i was in that transition between the the going from medium heavy and i thought i was just going to heavyweight mm-hmm. well i should have signed up for super heavy
1: yeah
3: um i was actually four pounds overweight and i stepped on the scale and the kid said oh yeah you're not you ain't making weight and i was like huh and he was like yeah and he's, oh. he's like, I was like, no, I'm at, I'm, I'm 212. I'm good. He goes, and he pushed the paper across the table. I and mean, he goes, you're too big. <laughs> he's <has> this <laughs> little kid. This kid no more than about maybe 13. And I just started laughing. I was like, okay then. <laughs> that is fine. So went all the way to Orlando mm-hmm. just to miss weight. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, from then on, I, I just started signing up for, you know, uh, super heavy and ultra yeah. heavy just to sure, be sure. safe. So, yeah but no, that's uh, definitely, Diet, paying attention to your weight. Like I yep. said, this this competition coming up and uh, Masters. I'm going to be dropping down a division um, to uh, heavyweight, so yeah, that's going to be fun. I think.
0: Yeah, I think I think making the weight <laughs> is, or, or working towards making the weight mm-hmm. um, before pans. I had that conversation with Professor Reggie, and um, I just we talked about weight, and he's like, "No, heavy." Mm-hmm. I'm okay. like, "Okay, sounds yeah. good. We'll make it happen."
1: I think it's important that you are comfortable. With the weight you're at, yes, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's very well. Important. That's
0: one of the questions I actually have for you yeah. guys, and I actually wanted to ask you about lifting before we got on because you're insanely strong.
1: <laughs> it's a <laughs> yeah. lot of a lot of ball in my my years, and yeah. So your back ba- your background,
0: weight. you you played semi pro ball or college I ball.
1: I I played a lot of rec okay. in college, uh, mainly I I played baseball twenty plus years. so okay. and I even tried out for the Atlanta Braves at one point in time. So it was one of those things that. I've always had this work ethic about making sure. Did you sure grow up on a farm or something? No. No, I. Well, He's from Florida. I was, I'm, I'm from Florida. <laughs> Professor Jimmy's from Florida. I'm from Florida. We, it's just. We're we, a different breed. Yeah. We, we just. Insane. We drink, man. We, 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 we just Is have Jack this. from Florida? Jack, I don't know where
3: Jack's Jack. Jack, Jack. I think honestly, no, I think Jack is, is like from the hills of like Virginia or Kentucky or something. So, he's one of those so, guys. So, Have you seen I, cats? I, I, And I know, I know, there's a, there's a
0: lot of folks that are listening to this don't know, don't know who the hell we're talking about. But just to give you a little background on Jack, Jack. he's
3: independently wealthy. I don't know what the hell he does. I know
1: he has a lot. A lot to do with stock market or something like that, yeah. He used he, to own like, a
3: construction company, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Um, he did really well with that. He was doing restaurant. I forget what restaurants he told me it was, and did really well with that and kind of got burnt out and just kind it. of
0: financially, really well. Just mm-hmm. he, he just. Trains. He's incredibly flexible, but insanely strong. And
3: how old is Jack? He's what pushing fifty now, right? He's yeah. two hundred years old.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's the highlander and He's gonna rip my fucking arms off the next time I see him too, and beat me up. But he is the he, kindest soul. Oh, Dude, so yeah. he is amazing.
1: Yeah. And every time him and I fight, it's just like a vice. Like yeah, it's like he gets two, his one of these strongest, strongest guys. guys. I thought Professor Jimmy's legs were strong. Like you, you get these massive. Yeah. Logs He's on nuts, you. nuts it's, man. I missed rolling with him. Yeah.
0: So, um, yeah, yeah. So, I was going to ask you about lifting. You don't do a whole lot of lifting. Yeah, mainly body, like push ups. Body weight. Okay. Yeah, just okay. Mainly body weight lifting. Okay.
1: I, you, I'm not looking to get buff or anything sure, like that. Sure. I just, sure. You know, keep the strength. Maybe do some rock climbing every now and then because that okay. really helps with forearms and work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I always I told the, uh, some of the people in the last class, I said, you know, we can do jujitsu as long as we want. Uh, you know, cause we're training, but it's nice to go outside the realm a little bit and kind of find other things that will kind of yeah. help you. So like cycling or, you know, some kind of cardio work or rock climbing, which really helps with grips. Uh, we do have a, another student whose his name's Nathan. Fantastic guy. His grips have gotten from the time he was a white belt to now, Ten times strong. I don't know yeah. what he's doing. Probably should get, bring him on, but yeah, he's got some. serious... I do actually plan on. on bringing him on, yeah,
0: because um, he has some disabilities. Yeah, that yeah. I think that would I've be been wonderful. Yeah, yeah, Rolling with him and then yeah. not seeing him for a couple of years and then rolling with him again was a, tr- a dramatic difference. But he's, um,
1: yeah, he's he's strong.
0: So how how many sessions are you trying to get in? Because again, we're working guys, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, I'm lucky enough where. You know, uh, as an ER doctor, I really don't work a lot. Uh-huh. It's I, I work I work very intensely when I work, but I don't have a well, lot. Well, you're like
3: 24 hour. hours straight when you go. No, right? no, I'm not actually. Oh, really? I do okay. like so nine, I do
0: nine to eight to nine. depends on what kind of facility you're at. If okay. you're at a slow facility, you'll do 24 hour shifts. Um, moderately slow, you might do 12s. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no way you could do 12 hour shifts at my facility because you're dealing with yeah. level one. You know, you're just dealing with a lot mm-hmm. of shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, So we're we're doing eight to nine hour shifts okay. really, okay. but I'm, I'm only doing a hundred and cause I do some administrative stuff. So I'm, I'm really only working about a hundred and I don't, know, I'm working 11 to 12 shifts a month, okay. if that sometimes 10. Okay. So I can stack them in such a way I can get a lot of time off. So I got a very privileged opportunity to get, to yeah. get ready for some, but then when you go back, you're getting your ass kicked. But, um, <laughs> you know, when you got, I
3: mean, you have your, if you don't work, you don't eat. Yeah. I mean, it is true. I, I, so how, very, I mean, what, 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 what are you, what are you trying to do? I mean, I'm very blessed that I work for myself. Right. So, right. um, a, a good friend of mine, Rob Hatch, he's a songwriter here in Nashville. I started doing side work on his place. Um, and that just blossomed into me doing work for this guy. And that guy word of mouth kind of thing grew. And that mm-hmm. was seven years ago when I started doing it. And I've just, I've been able to be now on that flip side of that. Yeah. I work for myself. So yeah, you're yeah. constantly grinding, hustling, trying to get yeah. work. I mean, cause you know, if you don't, you do what you're doing. You're not getting paid. Yeah. So the faster you can get it done, of course, the, you know, the so if you're
0: feeling you're falling behind on something, you can kind of rearrange things, get those training exactly. sessions in and things exactly. like and that.
3: Exactly, And that's you, the thing is I, I will, I'll take like, I mean, sometimes I've had guys invite me in in the mornings to do stuff. So I'll go fight in the morning or right, run in the morning, right, right, go home, right. take a shower and then I'll work the rest of the day till seven, eight yeah. o'clock, you know, yeah. so it kind of, I can balance it that way a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I try to do a minimum of four sessions a week of yeah. training. You know, okay. and that's, that's my minimum when I'm. And those are working sessions. Those, those are, are rolling those are roles, sessions. They're not, they're not just standing around doing a class. They're, they're actually right, right, training, right, right, like, right, you know, right. working, putting the work into, yeah. to, elevate myself a little bit so Mm -hmm. okay um and and like i said a lot of times when i bounce around that's why i come see you guys yeah on certain nights that's why i go you know to our homeschool on certain nights because i know what guys will be there then and sure so i've got a pretty good schedule of who's going to be where on what nights, where i can go and just put the work in and Mm -hmm. put the time in so yeah yeah
0: Um, what what, now so you're in a little bit of a different situation well
1: i've been fortunate i've got a a fantastic owner at the place i work that um has basically allowed me to kind of make my own schedule. So well, he's a, a jujitsu he, he, practitioner. He trains too. He, too. he, he trains too. Yeah. Speaking yes. of strong guys. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's ridiculous. <laughs> the, 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 he's, yeah, a he, he's a beast. When when him and I roll, it's yeah, it's beast city there for sure. Yeah, he's um, yeah, he, he doesn't look
0: his age. He look, he's uh, George. He's awesome actually, guy, he's
1: actually same age as he's about same age as us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. but he doesn't look it. Yeah. Looks a lot younger for sure. But um, yeah, I mainly work mornings, so I'll I'll do classes at night, okay. and I'll do like Monday through Wednesday, and then I'll try to see if uh, every now and then I'll get a Saturday, go and train, and then I, I try to hit as much open mats on Sundays okay. as I can. So and are you doing
0: any drill sessions with people, or is it mainly just rolls? No,
1: nah, just rolling. Okay, just rolling. Let let them kind of take advantage of me and, and go through the motions of you know maybe get my back or something like that, and and tell right, them, like, right. hey, handicap yourself you a little
3: it. bit yep. yeah just yeah. you know what's funny is um i i believe in the drilling and i believe yeah. in the system of drills i hear people go back and forth you know on that yeah. on that concept i don't i find myself not doing it as much now yeah. as i did right um yeah yeah
0: i am um, my, my system's a little different just because i'm lucky enough to have an amazing training partner mm-hmm. here at home. Yeah, yeah, your kids amazing. Um, I love he, that kid. <laughs> um, I can't wait for a couple of years. He'll make a champion out yeah. of me. Yeah. Um, so we do spend quite a bit of time just drilling for muscle memory because nice. mm-hmm. I'm not at the same same point that you guys are at. So uh,
3: I'm not saying I'm at that point either. I'm no, just no. Saying but I think just... there are
0: certain times where you get an idea of it's kind of like the seasoned weightlifter. He knows what he needs to do. Right. He knows where to put the or the, the seasoned bodybuilder. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need a regiment. He Mm -hmm. comes in, he knows his delts got to get a little bigger. He Mm -hmm. knows how to do that. He knows how to shock Mm them and you get to that point. So, you know, um, I'm still at that point where I'm, I'm, I feel like I got a good game. I feel like, but there's still things that need to be drilled and there's, you know, there's parts in that algorithm of the game that need to be drilled. So I have him. And mm-hmm. then he's working on a completely different game that we drill. And then so then when we go to the academy, it can be 90 to 80% all rolling, which right. is which is great. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So ours, my situation is a little different. But I can see like, it all depends on where you're at. Mm-hmm. When do you need to drill? When don't you mm-hmm. need to drill? And I think that's just a part of your
3: career where you're at. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's a dynamic thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very dynamic thing. Um, I mean, because like I said, I, I strongly believe in drilling. Um, and because I did it all the way coming up through the ranks, sure, sure. you know. Um, it just when I started competing more I started finding myself drilling less and maybe that's wrong you know I mean I'm not don't please if anybody's listening to under belts or whatever don't think that that's the way to do things I'm just telling you personally that's me you know right right right, um, right. and I, like I said I don't think it's you know right or wrong I just I just found myself doing it less well I think the other <laughs> thing is too. you only have again
0: in our situation um, you got somebody like Ryan Aiken. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe he does have a job. I don't know. But my thought <laughs> yeah. is he wakes up in the morning. His job is jujitsu. Yeah. And so he can do his yoga. He can do his strength training. Oh, he yeah. can do his sessions, his drills. Right. He, well, a lot of well, us I aren't mean, privileged enough to do I mean, that. He's, yeah, he's, he's a pro athlete. Yeah, so. We have, okay, I got two hours to train today if I'm mm-hmm, lucky. Mm-hmm. How am I going to spend that two hours Am I going to spend it drilling or am I going to spend it rolling? And where am I going to get yeah. the most juice? Where am I going to get the most juice for the squeeze that I'm going to give? Yeah. You know, so I know I, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. Um, but do talking about advice and we touched on it just briefly. Um, you mentioned something about weight classes when, you know, I, and what advice do you give to people? Because we didn't really touch on that. We talk, we're we talking about ourselves. <laughs> mm-hmm. But as far as when we get older folks and they're like, Hey, I'm thinking about dropping a weight class. Do you usually just dis- discourage that I personally do. or does it depend on that um
3: yeah. I personally do I mean now if the guy is say you know like let's take Jordan for instance and I know Jordan's not an old guy but purple belt um, yeah, yeah trains yeah. with us Jordan is wrestled- how fat to lose well no he? but Jordan I'm just I'm just using him for an instance because like if Jordan well, he did go through COVID, and he did come back a little plump. No, okay. I'm sorry, Jordan, but let's be real. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, no, I mean, he he did. He told me. He's like, I put on, I think he said he put on like 10 or 15 pounds. But okay. somebody like that Where? comes to me and goes, you know, hey, I am I think I need to cut. Yeah, by all means. But Jordan grew up cutting wrestling. weight. Got he it. grew mm-hmm. up wrestling. He has mm-hmm. that background. I grew up boxing. I know how to cut weight if I need mm-hmm. to cut weight. I do it healthy. I don't just. Right. I think some of these guys. Go in and it's just like oh I'm going to cut weight I'm going to cut ten pounds and go to this next weight class because I can maybe dominate in that weight class. Problem is is you go in weaker because it's a day of weighing. It's not like you know boxing where you 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 weigh in the night before right, and then you right, have all right. night to, or, or yeah. the day before and you have over twenty four hours to rehydrate. You know, right. um, so it, it for them. I don't recommend it, especially older guys. I mean, it's, it's a lot of wear and tear on your body. You know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's tough. If you're not used to doing that Mm regimen and having that normal, I say, whatever you walk around on with your gi, you know, on now, if it's four pounds. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? Three pounds. Okay. Yeah. You you drop a weight class. It's, I mean, you've got a month and a half, two months to figure it out. So it's a person by person basis. Yes, exactly. exactly.
1: Yeah. I would, I would agree with that. I mean, it's. Again, I, I mentioned earlier, just being comfortable. I mean, if you can fight comfortable at a certain weight, stay at that weight. Okay. But if you feel comfortable maybe fighting down a weight class, go for it. I mean, but again, it's comfortability. Okay. I mean, mm-hmm. I unless you want to gain some weight and see how you do in the bigger class – that's yeah, and I like mean, that's funny, man. That it's
0: too. yeah, I'm way more successful as a super heavyweight than i ever been at a heavyweight.
1: So, you know, it's funny that
3: you, you say that as a first competition is black belt. I literally had a black belt a week, and mm-hmm. Professor Drack, actually, um, I was doing Houston Open, yeah, I was signed up as a brown belt, and I had to actually get him to help out by signing off of my, my black belt, yeah. Um, and he, we were getting ready for Houston Open, and he, he sent an audio to Helen, he was like, Hey, um, I'm gonna move Jim. To uh, ultra heavy, I was a heavyweight, you know? And I was like, I was like, but, but I'm a heavyweight. She so was like, he was like, What's happened to me? it's okay, buddy. You'll be fine. And, you know, and I was like, Oh, Drax says I'll be fine. I'll be fine. You know? Fine. And so it's like, you know, and, and I did it and it, and I took gold and you know, so it was, yeah. you know, yeah, it, was, it worked out. It worked it was out right. good. Yeah. So he did, right. he, he was, he knew what he was
1: talking about. What, so.
0: Professor, you said that the same thing happened to you?
1: Well, they, they mm-hmm. moved me up a weight class as the other the other professor didn't have anybody to fight at all. And got was, it, got was, it. there was like four in my division. I okay. was on, I was like on a buy. So they said, Hey, could you go ahead and move up a weight class to fight? I was like, okay. Yeah. And, and of course, like I, I got some little nudging from some people in our, in our, academy saying hey you know you, you don't have to do that i'm like it's okay no worries yeah i'll just I'll so i went up and i mean the, the for for a heavier guy he moved pretty quick i was a little surprised <laughs> was this in nashville or was this it was in atlanta oh, it was in atlanta, atlanta. Okay. i think it was about a year two okay. years ago okay but yeah he uh he moved pretty quick he was he was prepared yeah because i was like okay maybe i could just maybe get this guy down like my special judo move yeah and just take them down and maybe get side control and hold them for a little bit. and Nope, didn't work out that way. <laughs> Took my back and nearly, man, it was crazy. I was like, what? This guy can move? Holy man. Now, you, you cut weight usually for, for stuff, right? it just depends. depends it all depends yeah. it all depends I, mean, I know i know i've
3: been there like, yeah. i know i've been there with him kind of like you'd yeah, be yeah, down in yeah, the yeah. minute sometimes you know hoodie on sweating <laughs> yep. and
0: stuff. sucks, man. Oh, man sucks. Like, he's watching video
1: on his on his people now yeah. he's he's like man this guy can okay i need to get yeah ready. that's one of the
3: things that we were i wanted to re yeah do you
1: watch on. video on your guys
3: so i do now okay um but as far as students wise i discourage it okay um yeah i only started watching videos on my guys as a black belt, yeah. because, and this is the reason why is my very first competition for IBJJF as a, I was a blue belt. Um, I went to Atlanta, I studied a couple guys' videos and studied their things. And I just went in and totally underestimated the guy I was fighting. Uh, this guy, okay. I was like, Oh, his guard's weak. I'll pass right, his guard. Right, now here right, I am a guard player. Right. All of a sudden I'm this great guard passer. Like, wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, Oh, his guard's weak. I'm going to get on top. I'm going to pass his guard and I'm going to be great. Well, it didn't really work out that way. And I underestimated this guy's grips. Mm. This guy tore my gi in three different places.
0: I remember you telling me about Yes, that. Oh And
3: like to the point he was stopping and looking at the right. Re- now, granted, the gi was a little older gi, but it wasn't fraying <laughs> yet not. or anything, you know. Right. So it was kind of yeah. a fluke thing. Um, he mm. had massive grips, man. Um, so... I decided right then and there I didn't need to worry so much about what they were doing I needed to concentrate on what yeah, I needed yeah, to do yeah. and, and I, I think at that level that's
0: that's, <clears throat> yeah. that's that's that that makes a lot of sense I think also when you're watching people at that level um, they're very dynamic in what they're learning mm-hmm. um, I think when you get to about brown and black
2: Guys have a game. <laughs> now, now, don't
0: watch them two years ago. That's yeah. not going to help. Yeah, no. no. But they got a couple of things. Now, you can see, you can, you can kind of see little things about them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, is am I going to spend the whole match standing up? That's kind of one of the things I look at. Is this guy going to refuse to shoot and refuse mm-hmm. to pull? Yeah. And he just wants me to shoot. Because mm-hmm. that's something pretty, And if they're doing that at Brown that that's it. That, yeah, that house is not going to change. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but I agree with you As students. I think it's a bad idea. They start yeah. getting into their heads. Do yeah. you, mm-hmm. you, you agree with that? I,
1: definitely. I, I think for me, not really watching any tape mm-hmm. for me personally, because I, I feel like the anxiety level gets there because now you're thinking, okay, I'm going to do this. 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 Right. And just like professor Jimmy, like you go in there kind of you don't like know. maybe he's changed his game. Yeah. Maybe he's trained something completely different. You get on there in the mat and next thing you know, okay, you got the Oh, de- oh crap. <laughs> this yeah. guy's been working some judo, man. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I I I used to watch tape and I stopped because it, my anxiety level and my adrenaline rush yeah. comes into play See, at I, I, point. I
0: love it. I love having I do that, look the guy up. I I, yeah. I like I like the prep for it. and it may not yeah. even be my matches. It yeah. might just be, you know, um, okay, I'm in fight mode and well, you guys know my yeah. house has flow grappling on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. We that's that's, all on right now. On, that's <laughs> what on we have screen, on. Yeah. yeah. Fight to win. Um, it's like in the background, but yeah. it's just like, okay, we're watching matches. We're doing this mm. we're, you know, what, whatever. So, um, but yeah, I think that's, that's good advice, especially when people are, or the young, young bucks coming or they could be old guys. Computer. Sure. Um, it's too much. Mm-hmm. It's it's just too much for them to. And, and how much are you really going to gain out of it? And I say, it's... if you want to
3: watch something, just watch matches. Yeah. Just have now a good time I will say, um, watch yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, if you get, if Very you've got true. a chance of somebody recording your old matches, yep. you can learn a lot, even oh, your yeah. wins. Yeah. Oh, rolling sessions. I just record yeah, rolling, rolling sessions, sessions are good. Um, for me, um, I even go back and and rewatch my wins. Even you know, okay. I, oh, I won. What I. There's, I still make a lot of mistakes. I mean, yeah. it's like, you know, I mean, it, listen, uh, y- you don't realize how much you don't know until you get promoted to black belt. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it's I'm like, not really alone. It's, it's like, like I mean, it, it's <laughs> yeah. funny. Cause like one of the very first roles, um, professor Legato, he's out of, uh, England over there. I think, uh, uh, where is he? He's, he's got one of the Gracie Baja schools over there. And, uh, I think Birmingham is the Estima brothers. Yep. I'm trying mm-hmm. to think where Legato's is though, but he's in England as well, in the UK. And, man he he come walking in you know master no senior school out there and and you know i was like sitting on the sides you know of course i was like oh man here comes these guys you know and and of course he oh professor you want to train and it sounds weird being called professor you know when you first get your black belt <laughs> yeah, so you yeah. know it's like oh yeah baby you know and so helen recorded it unbeknownst to me you know and we're i was going back and watching it and his face of just like pure joy of just playing with me <laughs> Yeah. Like I mean, like a blue belt. Like I felt like a blue belt all over again, and it was. But it was so fun because mm-hmm. it made me realize, man, I have got so far to go. You know, yeah. and it's like I mean, and I knew. I mean, you know, it's yeah. Well, it I just
0: I look at I look at the it, 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 at our where we're at now, and I'm not of course I'm not there yet. But, but you're right. You so look like at the <laughs> opportunity to become, um, uh, fascia preta, fascia preta, fascia preta, <laughs> <fascia breta, laughs> yeah. um, as an opportunity to compete with the legends. Yeah. Mm. And these legends yeah that's, I can't fucking wait. That was one of <laughs> But the, I you know, I mean yeah. it's just it's just to, to be able to to have the op how would you how would you like to go play with Michael if you're a basketball guy. hmm Hey listen, next week um there's gonna be a one on one tournament. Jordan's gonna be there.
1: Oh yeah. How Let's go fucking out. cool with that. I made? don't even play We're,
3: basketball. I'm gonna go try it. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean it's how that. amazing is that? is that. Yeah, it is
1: that.
0: So we're lucky enough to have that here. So I kind of see that as, as like that, the big opportunity, you know, and then when you, 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 but you are, you're coming into a whole new realm where guys have been at that level for 20 plus years. So it's, 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 it's different. It's different. Do you guys have any advice? What, not necessarily advice for students. I don't want to get so much in what you would tell students. I'm more interested in what you do for yourself. Dietary wise, is there anything mm-hmm. that you guys get really strict about during training?
3: I cut hot dogs out.
0: You cut hot dogs <laughs> That's out. That's
3: my guilty pleasure. Is, dude, I don't know what it is about. I love hot dogs, bro. dude. I don't know what it is about them, them big beef hot dogs that they uh, like twice daily. You know, the ones that are on the rollers. Yeah, They're probably dude. the worst thing in the world for you. No, right? no, no, no. But they make you immune to everything. About because yeah, you know, <laughs> listen, from the doctor no, no insulting <laughs> anybody
0: that works at twice daily. Yeah. But you know when that shit. Fu- hits on the ground they're putting it right back
3: up you know what well, okay. it's five second rule man i mean yeah you know, oh man <laughs> Listen, yeah no i'm right with you with that i grew up in the swamps of florida drinking out of water hoses <laughs> yeah. so, that's a cakewalk i ain't Senior. worried about it twice so you know so, so 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 no hot dogs for you uh, yeah i cut the hot dogs down um i i cut back on the fried chicken because yeah i do love fried I'm, I'm a southern boy i mean i love the the, the greasy fried stuff yeah um, yeah But no, I do. I get a little more lean on my diet. I go to more like rice and steak. Um, Okay. Okay. I'm a very big advocate for steak. Um, So
0: you don't do the vegetarian thing or the Gracie diet during uh, this competition training? So the
3: Gracie diet coincides a lot with the way I eat. Um, Okay. Because the Gracie diet is basically just food balancing. Okay. You you don't mix your carbs. You don't, you know, you stick with one meat, one vegetable and one, you know, carb per se and kind of stay in that realm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So it's... Uh, the other big thing I was on, especially when I was doing the strength training more, uh, the Stan Efferding's Vertical Diet. So, oh, okay. Really, if you can dieting, you say that
0: again for people so they know. It
3: Stan Efferding, the Vertical Diet. He is okay. uh, known as the one of the strongest bodybuilders in the world. Okay. Um, he also is a big strength trainer for like a lot of big power lifters and stuff and that's how I was able to put so much weight on so fast. I mean, it was, I, I haven't been able to gain weight in years and man, I hit that diet and just Bam, it's a lot of white rice, okay. a lot of salt, a lot of beef. Um, mm. And you know, a lot of people, Oh, I like the chicken cause it's lean. Um, I like the beef because of the iron and the creatine in it. So yeah. I don't like the supplements as much. So okay. I feel like that's where, you know, yeah. I get the, I get most of my stuff. So
0: and professor West, what about you diet, diet wise? You change anything? Lean,
1: well, I, I have a bad habit of, Lots of breads, yeah. So that's you know, tough, hamburgers, cheeseburgers, pizzas. Yeah. So we have pizza out there for the original, you guys, <laughs> original, <by laughs> way. yeah. No, I got Atlanta coming up, yeah. Right <laughs> um, but I'm like the Michelangelo when it comes to things like that, so um, I cut all those out basically just stick to water, high proteins, okay. You know, veggies. What about
0: like al- what uh, alcohol for you guys?
1: Mm, I don't do alcohol.
2: Okay.
3: So we just, it's funnier (laughs) as Helen and I, you know, so we went to worlds last year Mm. and, um, that was actually our first big like trip together. We had just kind of started dating Mm. and, um, it was funny as we both had went for like two months, basically. Okay. We're not going to drink. We're going to get ready for this. You know, she had to wait to cut. I was kind of, you know, stand on a clean regiment Mm -hmm. and stuff. And that was the first time I kind of totally cut everything out and, didn't do as I mean. Don't get me wrong. I did okay, but I didn't do as well as I wanted. Right, right. Um, went to the next competition. Literally drank two days before the thing and mm. took double golds. And so it's like, which <laughs> <laughs> so for me, <laughs> maybe for you to um Yeah, I, it's. I don't think that it affect. I mean, I don't. Don't be wrong. I don't think you go get tore up and then go compete the next day. That's right, just not right, smart right. for anybody. God knows, you already try not to puke just from you know the heavy competition. Yeah. But, or if you mess around and go to absolute, some of them guys got some great top pressure. It's not cool. Yeah. And so, uh, no, I I mean I of course, you know, but I I'll still have a beer or two here or there, you know, yeah. while I'm Because, I don't know, I'm kind of a big believer and it kind of puts something back in your system earlier. Really. Well, yeah, yeah I,
0: I have my cheat day. Yeah. I always yeah. have my cheat day yeah. or my cheat night. Um no. I do not drink the night before a competition. No, really. I won't. Yeah. And and that, that that's only because um well, it's not only because Um, for a long time and I've heard people argue like a beer with your meal is not going to affect you the next day. Yeah. But since I've been, you know, I've had this monitor, this, this whoop monitor. Okay. And it tracks my sleep and how qual- your quality of your sleep. And okay. one drink will
3: mess my sleep up. I'm afraid wow. if so I for put one me, of those on, it'll shut down on my sleep. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody's a little different. You know, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah.
0: What about uh, pre-competition pre rituals, like the morning of, things like that? Is there anything in particular that you guys do that you make sure that you do? Is it just another day and you just kind of take yourself to the tournament? Is there any strange things you end up doing? Or
3: I uh, personally... I get up every, every morning of a competition. First thing I do is I go eat breakfast. Um, Mm -hmm, I got to have my coffee every day anyways, but I do, I go get bigger. If I'm out of town and I'm competing, I I go get a big old tall cup of coffee or two cups. If it's a smaller Mm -hmm. ones, you know, in the lobbies, you know how those are. Um, and so I, I'll sip on my coffee in the morning. I'll eat a good full breakfast. I, I believe I'm a big believer in your proteins and your carbs for energy on that kind of stuff. Like I said, I normally don't cut weight, so I don't really worry about it as much. Um, but the, uh, I I actually take the time. I lay my ghee and everything out and then it's place, And then I, I fold it specifically and I have it in the bag just right. I have it by the door ready to go. You know, any kind of waters or anything I'm taking with me for the day. Energy sure, drinks. Sure. I do an energy drink every day. That's probably not the best advice of anybody. But he
0: has a um, NOS sitting here. Yeah, in uh, sonic. Uh, Sonic salad. sour. Yeah, it's looks, a great sour apple flavor. It's freaking delicious, <laughs> it's actually. It's awesome, man.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, I do. So you do have kind of that. a little ritual. I do have a little bit of a ritual you... every day that I go through. Okay, and, okay. And then I get to the tournament. I love to go early. Um. Yeah. Um, oh, you do? I do. Great. I okay. like to be there okay. first thing in the morning. Uh, it's just my thing. Uh, oh, okay. Now, being with Helen, I don't do so much as anymore. She, she kind of makes us wait till it's, uh, you know, an hour or two before I go. Right, right, right. Um a lot of that stemmed from, though, is because we always had teammates competing and I coached as well. So right, I would right. go early for that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's that kind of – I get more of a rush out of being there and watching other people. I get sure. more nervous for my students than I do for myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, For me, it's just – I mean – What's the worst that's gonna happen? I'm gonna get slammed on a mat, or I might get choked. You know, hey, it's yeah. Yeah. you know, I've been hit with ball, ball bats and thrown on concrete before. It's it, trust me, that's a cakewalk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like you know, for me, I, I, it's not so much that as it's uh, just kind of getting there and getting in that mood and that mode and listening to them calling the names and listening to it. I, I love know, that I kinda, overhead sound. I do. It's I never can't understand it, but it's. Uh, <laughs> that's why I think I
0: think Mina do, uh, Mina had written a question a while back. Mm-hmm. just kind of put it out there in the 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 Facebook ether about what do you, what's your what's your pre like pre-competition music. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was like I I just love the sound yeah. of the loudspeaker uh, and the people.
3: I think it's a mood thing for me on that. Like yeah. I don't always have the earbuds. Sometimes I just forget them cuz I'm a very forgetful person. Yeah. So Helen's going to laugh when she hears that cuz she she gets on to me all the time. But I mean I literally I lose my phone eight times a day. Yeah. So, um, he does do, too. You have that in common. I, with I, that. I, <laughs> it, yeah. So, I mean, it's uh for me I do like the music, you know, something, but it's not an important part yeah. of it. To me, yeah. it's more of if you'll watch me at a tournament a lot of times, I'm walking around talking to this guy, talking. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think it's more the camaraderie of being there for me. Yeah. I, I yeah. get bigger rush out of that and uh and it's kind of part of my thing. And then, I'll, you know, right before I get ready to go on, about an hour before I train, you'll see me. I'll start walking circles yeah. upstairs or around the mm-hmm. po- around the stadium somewhere. And and then I'll go over and I'll do my warm-ups and go through the whole warm-up. Oh, we're going to get into that in a second.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm so going to ask you specifically about yeah, that, especially so. with some of the challenges of warming up at a, at a tournament. I used mm-hmm. to
1: not do it. Yeah. i used to yeah, have but i remember
3: that yeah I, remember that. <laughs> I was very against it laban
0: uh you you guys all know Laban. oh yeah very oh, so yeah. i and i've asked him that before i'm like mm-hmm. you know because um, you know Laban's somebody that i've man i've i've known him for a long time now and yeah. uh i really i think he's he gives good competition advice and he, he's a good guy to bounce stuff off mm-hmm, of. He, mm-hmm. He's coached me. Um, I used the lasso today because of training with him. Because of privates that I had back with him. Yeah. Eight years ago, maybe. Yeah. Eight plus yeah. years ago. That was in Knoxville? Yeah. yeah. And um, I asked him once about that. And he's like, no, man. My first match is my is my warm-up. Because I'd ask him, I'm like, listen, man, we can't warm up anywhere. Like, mm-hmm. how do we get, how do you, yeah. there's no math. There, I'm used to wrestling where we go out. There's, yeah. a, there's a warm-up area, you know. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, no, my first match is my warm up. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's an intro. But I, a lot of people take that same perspective.
3: And I I did for a while, for quite a while. Yeah. Um, Hit the brown belt level and it actually, I take it back. It was my last competition at purple belt. And I went in, I had some personal stuff going on at the time and was kind of in my own head. And I mean, I took second in my division and I think third in the absolute, but it was my first match that day in my division dude that's it it blew me out i was i i I almost couldn't catch my breath i was aching everywhere like it was the weirdest feeling i had an adrenaline dump and Mm -hmm. i had never until that point i'd never had any kind of thing like that happen to me in competition because i'm not a nervous person going into competition i just i don't i usually see me laughing joking talking you know whatever yeah yeah um and so, and it's not that I'm somebody special. It's just, it's just kind of how I'm geared. And, um, it's, uh, and yeah, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was just cause I was in a weird headspace or what, but I had a total adrenaline. I couldn't hardly really pick my arms up, couldn't hardly really grip anymore and went in and fought the second match. And actually it came down to literally an advantage. The guy beat me by an advantage. Um, and, and then went to absolute, uh, got, a. Uh, uh, what's his name? Jonathan Stoll. Sto- Sto- Sto? He's uh, over with uh, Guardian MMA. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's one of the great guy. Yeah, real nice guy. But I, I caught him in a footlock and then ended up fighting Kenny Cross. Mm-hmm. And Kenny got me on points in that one. So it was uh, – but I felt better in the absolute than I did in my division. Right. And it you was just funny. blew your
0: lungs out. Basically. I just –
3: well, I just blew myself all the way out. I mean, I couldn't – I had, like, no blood circulation in my legs.
0: So after that, you made sure you
3: weren't – Well, it was funny as uh, – i was talking to uh uh professor Derek, i think and he's over at uh, ray Cassius uh zenith one of his guys yeah. is one of his black belts over okay there. okay and he was like he's like wow well, man what's going on i said man i'm just like And he's like well how was your warm-up and i was like i didn't warm up he's like i didn't think i seen you warming up he's like why don't you i was like i don't know i don't want to waste the energy for a fight and he goes but you warm up before every time you roll in every class right and i was like yeah he was like makes sense, doesn't it? And I was like, it's just,
0: it's hard. It's hard at those turn. And like I said, we'll get, we'll get into the, guys specific. It's hard to warm up at those tournaments. Um, what, what about you, professor West, as far as any pre ritual, you do anything in particular? Well, I mean, you're a former baseball guy. I imagine like you put you like your right shoe on before your left. Yeah. I, I,
1: it's a lot of stretching. Like I, I believe that stretching is a key. Okay. Um, Especially in joints and things of that sort, just kind of warming up that way. I don't do any like major warm ups. Maybe you know some jumping jacks and some push ups and stuff like that. But okay. Not something too crazy. I mean, I I like to go in there kind of limber and loose versus right, like right. so cold.
0: Where you get um, injured?
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was. I just it's a like a ritual for me from just my baseball days where. You know, we'd stretch, get ready, throw the ball a little bit, then run, maybe do some sprints and stuff like that. But in jujitsu, for me, it's mainly like, let's stretch, let's kind of get warmed up here a little bit. But don't do anything like Professor Jimmy, like exert too much energy to where you're not prepared or not ready. Because then, yeah, you're going to get blown out. It's
0: just, it is, so the way that the the tournaments are designed, um, it's so hard to actually... Get a warm up in. Sure. You know, sometimes you're in that bullpen. That's why now yeah. I don't go to the bullpen until they call my name. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I'm not going to, and my son gets high anxiety about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Jackson, relax. They're not going to, yeah, they're not going to so, yeah. DQ me without calling my name twice. I, I yeah.
3: have more of Jackson's personality when it comes to that. Like yeah. I, I think no, I want to be like on.
0: Musashi. I want my guy looking for me.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I want him to look around and go, is he showing up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and when I do show up good, he could shit himself now. <laughs> so, you know, I mean that that's just that, that mentality, you know, I I think that, you know, that was the one t- huge takeaway point from Musashi. If you guys mm-hmm. don't know, it is incredibly disrespectful in the Japanese culture to show up late. Oh, really? And oh. so when we make an agreement that we're going to be somewhere, mm-hmm. you are there on time. Mm. Um I heard right. one, one time somebody describing it as showing up late is the equivalent of coming into somebody's house, going on their dining room table and taking a shit right in front of them. Wow. So that's how bad <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, the fact that Musashi would always show up late to the designated place, these mm. people would be pissed. Yeah. Yeah. But, but also in their, heads. <laughs> they'd get in their heads cause they're thinking, Oh wait, okay, cool. Wait, I'm kind of glad he didn't show up. I didn't want to fight to the death. Yeah. And so you show, but my thing is just like, I don't want to be stuck in that bullpen because I'm going to cool down now you know? mm-hmm. and I don't want to cool down. I want to keep moving. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, so I, I, so what, what do you have for your warm ups that you do? Cause I, I, that's one of the biggest questions students ask me. Yeah. as far as getting ready, like moments before, like, what do I do? Yeah. There's no mat. Mm-hmm. Well,
3: I think for me, like I was saying a little while ago, I, I start with the, the walk and then, you know, I start off, I'm just kind of putzing around, you know, usually just kind of getting my gi and stuff on and doing that. But then I start kind of speed walking mm-hmm. and I start, it's basically to get the blood circulating in my legs and moving and stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. as you know, I'm a guard player, so I've got to have those functioning well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then from there, You'll catch me in the corner doing basic, our basic warmups like we do in class. I mean, Mm -hmm. I I go, I mean, granted, I won't do the hip escapes and the bridges on the ground, but I do the jumping jacks. I do the pushups. I do the, you know, I do the squats. I always,
0: I always tell students that too. I tell them, listen, you're going to be the day of a competition. Sometimes you're so nervous. You can't even think about what. Listen, you've done this warm-up mm-hmm.
2: at least 10 billion times, times now.
0: Yeah. And I know you guys are moaning and groaning and pissing. And just, you don't want to do the goddamn warm-up. But the, us doing it so many times, if you don't know what to do, you right. at least know this warm-up. Yep. Yep. So get that done. So it's interesting you still do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I,
3: I, I use it on the regular. It's uh, Like I said, again, I don't do all the stuff on the ground as much because they don't always have mats around to be able yeah. to do sure. so. Um, but I do a lot of stretching as well, you know, I'll yeah. sit in somewhere and I'm, I'm, I do the basic, you know, one leg in, one leg out, you know, mm-hmm. or both legs out. I do my butterflies. I mean, again, being a guard player, you got to yep. have your hips. Right, there, so, right, right. and then you'll see me go to the bullpen kind of early. Usually I'll, as soon as my name pops up on the screen where I'm four fights out, I'll be in the bullpen. Um, and then what I do then is I usually start talking to everybody and it's like, I, I think that's kind of, it's, it's funny cause I never thought about it, but it's kind of, part Of who I am and who my what my game is, and yeah. so like I, I come off as a very nice guy. Um, and it's like I'm not bragging on myself, guys. I just you know, <laughs> uh, you are, you are. I mean, no, no, no so good. it's part it's of personality a, I come off as good. that way, but I think it's just because I'm a personal person. I, I do like to talk to people, um, been that way since I was a little kid, so mm-hmm. never met a stranger in my life. And so, um, so I, I do, I'll get in the bullpen, and if I see one of the guys that I know I'm going against, I start speaking to him, I'll just hey, man, mm-hmm. I'm Jimmy Larry, hey, man, we're in the- Oh, and so it kind of breaks nice the with them a little bit. And I think that kind of, on some levels, it takes the edge off of them sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've even had guys come uh, to me, you know, uh, Brett Hamilton, uh, J.C. Eccles, you know, Jim Fiore, all those guys. We've, we all stayed in the same divisions coming all the way up from, you know, Blue sure, whatnot. Sure, yeah. And they're like, yeah, one of the nicest guys you ever compete with. And honestly, it's like you start talking to him in the bullpen. You're kind of like, do I really want to hurt this guy? You know, so Dude,
0: maybe. Listen, listen. I, I, I have to tell you guys. This. I don't think I mentioned it on the last podcast. So this this time we, we we when we went to this last term, I said, listen, Jackson, I'm not. I ain't talking to nobody. Yeah. I said, just just keep keep me from talking to anybody. You know. And so as we're walking around, he's like, no, Dad, Dad, Dad come on, come on, come on. Because <laughs> we take our laps. Yeah, yeah, And I'm like, oh, that, that was you know that was so and so that was so and so. And he's like, I'm like, oh, there's Samuel. And he's like, no, 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 come on, come on, come yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> so so I'm like, okay, okay. No problem, no focus, problem. Focus, 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 yeah. yeah. So we're warming up, and of course we warm up to the point where they're like, Joseph Spinell. And I'm like, oh yeah, okay. So they called me. So I come on over. They called me, but we're still in the goddamn bullpen, right? <laughs> they got ready to pull us over. And so I'm like, I ain't talking to this motherfucker today. Yeah. I'm not talking to this guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, sure enough, dude, nicest guy in the world. Yeah, he's yeah. like, hey, Dr. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, buddy? I, he was so Dang. kind. He was so kind. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I guess he listens. I don't know if he's going to listen to this one or not. Yeah. Yeah. This guy was so kind. This is the part you'll never believe. So we get out there. I pull lasso and it's just going great. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm controlling. Mm -hmm. I looking back on it now, I should have forced a sweep sooner, but it wasn't a hundred percent there. It just wasn't, it wasn't as sweet as I wanted it to Mm -hmm. be. And we're moving and I'm adjusting and moving and adjusting. And I'm feeling like walked out there. Like I knew I was going to win this match, Mm -hmm. but sure enough, we lose connection and he comes right around the corner mm-hmm. as he takes side control. I swear to God, you know what he says to me? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, doc. Sorry. <laughs> you can see me in the video, just smile. And I go, dude, it's your three points. man. It's your three points. It's
3: funny how you, uh, wow. you get that sometimes. And it's that, I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, we're all older guys who we, most of us have jobs to go to Monday, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And so, it is kind of just, even though we're out there going to war with each other, it's a fun thing, yeah. man.
0: I'll tell you what I, I want. He ended up taking first. I wanted him. I was rooting oh, yeah. for this guy. Oh yeah. I mean, he, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was me, great. Like, he hey, met Bullard Jackson. T. He's like, Oh, this is Jackson. I, like knew who he was already. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It was crazy. Um, awesome. so yeah, yeah, it was, it's awesome. So, um,
3: yeah, I think that's more my ritual. I just I do I do warm up. I get to a point I break a sweat and and you know Professor mm-hmm. Derek, thank you for that one because it ever since then I, I've not had another problem with it. and I feel better actually going into the matches when yeah. I do now. So
0: so Professor West, your warm ups are pretty easy then because you're you mainly focusing on your stretching. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I
1: mean so not... stretch, not nothing too crazy. Again, just you know, a nice little lap, push ups, warm ups, Okay. stretching out. I I do this one stretch where I'm like literally cock my foot behind my near my hip and just mm-hmm. kind of lay back like old baseball yep. s- style type stretches. It really helps on the hips and stuff like that. And, you know, just prepare to go to war when they call the name. So, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I don't, for, same thing here. Like he's the social butterfly, obviously. But for me, I'm, I'm like in my zone in my game. So when I go anywhere, I don't say or talk unless it's teammates. But yeah. I'll like, I'll just, and kinda it's, even
3: then it's kind of limited. Yeah. He's very, yeah. yep, yep. Nope. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just I'm in, I'm in my zone, man. Yeah. Uh, I mean now after his matches are yeah. over, he goes back to being, you know, yep. Mr. Talk. But uh, it's yeah. just yeah, I I will say that about That's him. That's
0: funny. So what's the schedule like for you guys for the remainder of the year? We have um Atlanta Open, mm-hmm. we have Nogi Pans that yep. same weekend, the same place. Yep. Then we have um Masters mm-hmm. Worlds. We still don't know if regular worlds are happening, but yeah, they're
1: still kinda of up in the air on that. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: So so what's the schedule like for you guys for the remainder of the year?
1: So for me, I'm I'm just doing Atlanta for this year, um, and then we'll kind of see what next year brings us. Because uh, okay. I know IBJJF actually extended our memberships for another right, six right. months, which is really good. Because if something like Atlanta happens again in February or March, I'm I'll get ready for You'd that right one. There. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm it's pretty much Atlanta for me. Okay. Uh, Gee, so. I'm kind of like a junkie. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: but I didn't know if you signed up for no gee. So pants. no, I
1: didn't. I did. I missed
3: it. Yeah, he. Missed I was. Yeah. See, so it closed it. right it, in like two days. Like, did it I was tell just, that story on this, yeah, or was it was it the trashed version? I don't remember. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. Okay. So I mean, but no, it did. It closed so fast. I yeah. You I, you did tell us that uh, Miss Amy was talking to you about it and was almost giving in. Almost. You said it just, almost. And then almost. You, it said it closed. And so I thought
0: the, the same thing would happen when I brought up Masters. I said, Oh yeah, they actually have a date, and I would only have to trade off my Sunday. And she's like, well, I, we already knew that. I'm like, no, 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 no. They actually have the date now. She's like, okay, well, what's the? What's, what's your
3: point? Your, what's your bargaining tool now? <laughs> yeah, so it wasn't, it, wasn't the, it wasn't quite the same. I am, I'm very blessed. Uh, my my uh, significant other, she's she's a four-strike brown belt um, under Dracolino, so... Uh, she's all about going to the competitions yeah. and she's all mm-hmm. about you know which, But we don't have any kids you know I'm, I'm a grandfather now so I'm a vovo so uh, mm. I've got a two year old granddaughter so I, I'm kind of it's kind of nice all my kids are out of the house um, yeah. and she's willing to go to competitions all the time she's actually involved a lot of times with the Gracie Baja um, uh, like camps and uh you know, the summits and any comp nets, really stuff cool. like that. She helps, really cool. she helps put all that stuff together and organize yeah. a lot of that. So uh, she's on a team that takes care of all that for Gracie Baja. So, um, yeah, so it's kind of nice having that, that you know, balance yeah. there. So it's yeah. easy for me to be able to bounce off and, you know, oh, hey, we're going to do this this, this month. She's like, okay, you know, and so it's yeah. like...
0: So you didn't you didn't sign up in time for no geese.
3: I, I missed it, and it was just one of those things. I, um i was they had to close it early
0: because they only had one day to do it i guess yeah
3: right it was close and you know they reopened for like a uh for a half a day for a it reopened. yeah <laughs> it, it reopened for like <laughs> a half a day <laughs> and filled right well because they they decided they could add more spots or have more people i guess because certain uh, brackets didn't open back up in time mm-hmm. and so um I, or this was my understanding i might be wrong somebody might be going oh he's full of it no um I have, so I guess there was some. It was it opened up to again, okay. and so mm-hmm. when they did the reopening, yeah, a bunch of people were able to jump on there and. But I mean, it was literally like they said the the system was freezing up because people were trying to sign up. So it was like wow, one of those kind cool. of deals. So wow, cool. yeah, very cool. Uh, people are jonesing to get back out, man. We're yeah. ready for some regularity. Oh man, yeah. And, you know, it's I just, agree. I think I don't know. I so your
0: next man, your next competition will be masters. Masters, yeah. yeah. And okay. I was
3: really on the fence. I actually was not going to tell anybody I was going to do that. So you guys are kind of the first to here besides oh, a lot of people
0: well this won't know. get out till next week yeah, but yeah so. so you got about a week there
3: you go yeah so in week to you know. tell <laughs> to but we do have uh we've got a lot of things going on with us uh we're traveling to alabama and the weekend of the 15th so professors uh lucas valinch and andres uh, oh they're they're kind of on a senior. seminar tour right? yeah. so they're doing right. a seminar tour thing um yeah. and so we're going to professor Khalifa's is down there to for that okay. they've got a uh they got a they're doing a double seminar and then she's doing a women's only down there. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then on the 17th, we're actually having her, having both of them doing one here, at, uh, Gracie behind Franklin. So okay. on the all 17th. students are you know, yeah. invited. Um, right. I think it's a, $50 charge, sorry to plug on this thing. But, you know, no, uh, yeah. if it comes out before that happens, please show up. It, it's yeah. a great seminar. It's going to be a guard retention seminar. So um,
0: Yeah, I have his uh, guard retention um,
3: DVD a series. Oh, so, DJJ I, I, Fanatics. Not many people know, but Lucas Valinch did not have his guard passed for, like, I think it was like seven years. And that was, like, I know. training then, then, and then competition. Jackson was almost in tears. It was, dude, it's, I mean... The kid's a beast, man. Yeah. Yeah. Lucas is just—I mean, he's next level. Man. Well, I mean, when we're at Pants yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, the, I know. Like, I'm just saying, but like, yeah. I mean, that was the first time though in seven years, and so yeah. Kudos, he's just to, to Professor Lucas, because he's—he's yeah. just—he's still my hero. Yeah, 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 <laughs> if yeah. I could get half the guard that he's got, I think I'll be no. okay for the rest of my life. <laughs> so well, he was there. I'm
0: like, hey, Jackson, you want—you want me to ask him? Yeah. You take a picture with him. He's like, oh no, 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 no. Oh I'm man, I'm like, he, dude, he would love—he would love to take a picture with. Yeah, he's. It's not like these guys are like. You know, these guys would love a look. Oh little, sure. Yeah.
3: It's funny, as I actually yeah. was uh, down there at Pants because you know they stayed with us at the house there at the house we rented in, and because um, and, uh, we all went in them together on an Airbnb, and I actually talked to him about Jackson because yeah. I told him yeah. I'd like to bring him out to Texas sometime or, or vice versa, and. then you know of course now this is happening so I'd, I'd really like to see you guys show up for that yeah. one yeah, yeah. Film, so. he'll, he'll,
0: he'll definitely be he'll yeah. kill me if I, we don't go yeah um,
3: so but yeah you know, I, I was telling him about Jackson so it's kind of funny that you know Jackson gets such a kick out of talking about him so or oh or yeah him, he so. loves him he loves yeah. him um, yeah. yeah he
0: was then, literally almost in tears when he uh, said, like, aren't they yes. the same height
1: <laughs> 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 I mean, it'd be perfect for guard retention Listen, right <laughs> I am not talking any smack about Professor <laughs> Lucas
3: first time I rolled with that man he tapped me like freaking I don't know 10 times it's crazy how many levels to this. Well, you know, even his wife, though, you know, Andressa. Professor Andresa, man, I rolled with her and, and I was just like, you know, at first, because she, she's a woman, you don't want to try to be like, oh, I'm to use my strength and power sure. through some things. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it didn't matter. I was like, yeah. I, I, first time, <laughs> arm bar. And I was like, okay, wait a minute. Yeah. Pulled in, boom. you know, she's taking my back. I'm like, Okay. This well this Helen is was hurt. like that. Helen was no joke, though. Yeah. No, they're no joke. Helen's I mean, no joke. Who's their professor though? You know, it's yeah. like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Helen, no joke. It's like, you know, yeah, their their guard and guard game in that school is just unbelievable. But yeah. you know, and that's a I mean, she she tapped me what five times in the first five minutes. So it was just like, you know, and yeah, if anybody thinks it's Joe just because it's a woman, yeah. Let me tell you something. When yeah. you start working with world class athletes, man, oof, you know, they're a whole means. different it's a whole different yeah. beast, man.
0: <laughs> so really takeaway points today. Um stay within your weight class, right, guys?
3: Sure. Uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, for older yeah.
0: guys, yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, limited time, concentrate on rolling. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cut out the alcohol unless you feel it's a part that's it's yeah, co- that totally it, not necessary. Not a drinking thing, just <laughs> <laughs>
1: but you know, celebrate like, celebration time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The the day after, like that day after the fight. It makes it taste so much better. It's like, man. Oh, a, this alcohol tastes amazing. Well, even when you got beat, it's like, you know what? I should have done this. Hey, I should have. <laughs> hey, I, I lost. I won. It don't matter. Hey, I'm drinking I'm up. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, no, I do. I do. And, and I
0: also think the thing is just cause you're older doesn't mean you can't compete. No, I mean, no, no, for sure. IBJJF stop. makes, they make divisions for, for all everyone. I, brag. I mean, so so at, no look at, look real... at Jiu Jitsu grandma. Yeah. yeah.
3: 73 years old. Yeah. She's yeah. down there, professor. Well, Khalifa student, you know, you know? Th-
0: this, this is why I say like, um, this is my joke. It's not, it's not a real statement. Um, Guys like Andre Gaval, Hamalo, mm. mm-hmm. Samuel. Yeah, I'm like I feel sorry for them. <laughs> I feel sorry for them because they have to retire. They're retired. Yeah, we never have to stop. No. Yeah, because we weren't we anybody. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Truth, <laughs> nice. We never have Truth. to stop. Yep. Uh, so hey, I keep guys. trying to prove myself, but yeah. you know, Hey.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much. I know it's a it, it's a, a lot of time out of your day. Um, uh, to, uh, to at the end of the day on a Friday when your family is waiting for you to come down and spend some time with us at the old dog BJJ podcast. So I, I appreciate it. It's, it's always awesome. Um, Absolutely. This is your second time with us.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: It's we got to do more. You and I got to do more. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime. Yeah, sure. Anytime. Um, and uh, Professor Jimmy, thanks so much, man. No, oh, no, I appreciate um, you guys. Yeah, I really just, appreciate I was you coming down. And, very
3: honored to and get to uh, be on the show with you. And yeah. uh, like I said, I, I, I just, it's funny, I just started listening to you guys probably about a month or so ago. Mm. And so, you know, just, I just plug the earbuds in while yeah. I'm working sometimes and just let the shows play. Oh, and, that's awesome. You know. man. Yeah. That's, so that's, that's cool to hear. That's cool to hear. Well, I hope that we're
0: putting out content that, you know, is, um, Not every episode is things that people are going to want to hear, but we're trying to get out enough content out there. Like I said, our original focus was, you know, um, was really geared towards the older jujitsu enthusiast Mm -hmm. that um, we didn't want to be lost and we want to have a resource for them. And it wasn't, you know, how are you going to become the next world champion? It's just how you can continue to live this lifestyle when life is against you. You know, when, when hours get cut at work, when you got to take a second job, when maybe you're going through a divorce, maybe your kids are getting into trouble, maybe that you got other pressures that are pulling you mm-hmm. away. How do you continue to stay in this? And so, when we hear from older guys and how they do it, whether it's morning routines, whether it's we talk about a lot about testosterone therapy, which mm-hmm. was one of our sponsors that we'll talk about before we close. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we wanted to be a resource for the older competitor enthusiast um, yeah. to mm-hmm. have something, some a little tools in their toolbox to use, and some encouragement, and, and not to let them know. That they're the only one because, you know, some people have the attitude that if you don't stick with jujitsu, then you don't deserve it. But I don't think that's really true. No. I mean, the, there's a, the, this, the, the quote from Heracles, um, you know, of uh, there's a, 100 guys on the battlefield, like, I don't know, 80 of them are, or shouldn't even be there. And, mm-hmm. You know, 10 of them are there and thank God they're there. But there's one. Mm -hmm. There's very few of us are that one. I mean, really very, very few of us are that one. The rest of us, we're we're in the other group. And so Mm -hmm. we do need encouragement. Sometimes we sometimes need with direction and we sometimes need to see somebody else who's made it and has made this amazing lifestyle a real, a part of them. And um, by having a resource out there for those folks, that's what we originally wanted to do. Oh, right? I think you guys are so yeah. great. Um, but job the content's of, kind of expanded beyond yeah. that. I mean, it really has. Well, um, I mean, like but, you
3: guys did the uh, the what was it ADCC um, reviews? And yeah, stuff. that was fun. Oh, man, that, that was, was awesome to listen to. I, and I it's funny is like I, I am and and Helen again. I don't know. I keep breaking her up, but she gets she gets kind of upset with me because I'm like so in the dark on a lot of those names and a lot of those people yeah yeah. now don't get me wrong i mean i know some of the main you know global and cornelius and Homlo and you know you know people like that but yeah i mean there's certain major ones but there's a lot of these guys that are like world champions somebody rattles a name off and i'm like huh and then i see him oh yeah i saw that guy at the tournament you know he's great you know but so i'm kind of not the guy that remembers the names and stuff so much i think I, I, i tend to focus more on myself i don't know maybe i'm kind of a selfish guy or <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I guess that's why but you know yeah. no I, I got very impressed with the you know the the depth of the knowledge that all y'all had on on even the lineages that were going on and i know you know sometimes you know it's a matter oh, we're of looking yeah looking sometimes. up yeah. yeah yeah but i mean but still even the 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 just general talk and the flow of the yeah. conversations have been really cool to listen to so like i said just starting to listen to y'all was it was a lot of fun yeah. so well dude, and he, i appreciate it yeah, man i, I been, really do it's been really a lot do. of fun so
0: And um, before we close up, we will mention at the beginning, of course, we're always brought to you by Revital Health Clinics. Revital Health Clinics is optimizing human performance through the use of bioidentical hormones. You know, Brandon Swift, you've talked with him before. He's a great guy. He knows what he's doing. Um, Please check him out at uh, revitalhealthclinics.com. Um, I got to introduce you sometime, man. He's, he's a good guy, dude. He's yeah, a great guy. I, he's been on the podcast a couple times, most recently last listen week. Listen to those, yeah. Um, just yeah. a good guy. The other, our other sponsor is uh, Fight Voodoo. Okay. And uh, I don't know if you guys know um, uh, JT Conway. Uh, Conway,
3: I know the Fight Voodoo brand. Um, I, I Actually, we follow each other on Instagram. Okay. I, I'm pretty sure I know him. I'm just, my brain's going blank on the face right now. So Yeah, JT,
0: like, he is, he's at... Um, He's at uh, Tennessee Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Yes. Okay. He's okay. a big yeah. dude. Big yeah. dude. Yeah. Nice I've guy. never Super nice super guy. Nice guy. Yeah. He started uh, Fight Voodoo, um, I don't know. I want to say it was a couple of years ago, but okay. now they're like in local stores now. They That's have awesome. The High Fight Bullies t shirts. Okay. Um, you yes. Know, we're it, friends
3: on Instagram, you, Facebook, you, all yeah, that. I've and, rolled with him a few times. So I'm, I'm, I'm over Yeah. To yeah he's, he's
0: a big dude. He's yeah. a big dude. Super kind guy. You know, th- their goal is to become the number one. Uh, Fightwear company out there, and uh, you know he he's he's doing really well, and so he's a sponsor of the podcast. And uh, if you guys get a chance, to check them out. Of course, hopefully yeah. this week our intro promo will actually be on there without crashing the system. So <laughs> until <laughs> next next time, uh, Professor Jimmy, Professor West, thank you so much, um, guys. I hope thank you enjoyed you the show, and we'll have more competition prep and all kinds of good content coming out at, at you here pretty soon. And until then, keep training.